I put too much coconut oil in my hair earlier, or I didn't put too much. I did put it the right amount, and then I did not (laughs) use enough uh, shampoo (laughs) to get that out of there. (laughs) So even though I just washed my hair, it is up, and I'm upset about it. No, Dad. Get back in the shower. Yeah, right now. Oh, that's so much work. Dude, I hate washing my hair. It's I only do it twice a week and even that feels like too much. Mm. My shampoo is expensive. (laughs) Name something that isn't expensive, Shelby. Go. Mm. Um my Mm. dignity also. (laughs) (laughs) For the low, low price. (laughs) I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. It's the rom complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. a meat suit that's a suit it's made out of meat and you and me me and me and you meat suit I'm Catherine. Is that what we're supposed no. to be? <laughs> oh, oh, Catherine. We'll introduce you. You're doing great. You. Oh, you're, okay. doing sorry, so sorry. great. you're doing you're, so great. You're actually overachieving right now. Yeah. Well, She's a Capricorn. She is so. a Capricorn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as you can hear, we have special, special, special guests today. One, a oh, returning yeah. guest, M. Johnson, director, yes, hello. writer, filmmaker. <laughs> Wow. I sound mysterious. That went so sexual for some reason. She was like whispering into the mic, writer, director, creative, beautiful. I like that. <laughs> and of course, do you wanna do you wanna try and, one, and, Sam? Oh. oh, oh, you want me to do it? You want me yeah. to, I was I, listen, I was ready I, to go. We all know who runs the show, but our other guest is star, beautiful, talented. Stunning. She's a Mona Lisa. Catherine Waddell. That's me. (laughs) Hello. Wow. Catherine Waddell. Wow. Star. I can't believe it. (laughs) And Johnson. There's so many stars here. We're we're overwhelmed, frankly. I I truly am flustered. Yeah, we don't know these people. (laughs) Not only are we do we have these very special guests, we are talking about their film. Oh my god. Their film Balloon Animal. Whoa. Woo. 2023's 2023's Balloon Animal. Yeah. And this today, today, let me tell you what day today is. Today is April (laughs) sixth. It's April sixth. Yeah, it is. And this movie, oh my gosh, it's coming out on Amazon. Right? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Tomorrow. Good job. <laughs> yes. And voodoo and cable. There's other, wow. other videos on cable? Yeah. yeah, in the USA and the UK. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really fancy. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. I, I imagine it's a lot of work to like <laughs> get your movie 
onto a place where people will watch it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a process. It's a I was process waiting for, for them sure. to be like, no, actually. We just woke up one morning and they it were like, there. Here. Yeah. It was there. They was like, here's your movie on streaming. Love it. As you know, I Google myself every day and. <laughs> <laughs> Life of a celebrity. Um, yeah. So, guys. We're okay. Everybody listening, we are trying very, very hard not to spoil this movie for you guys because obviously you haven't seen it, but we have because we're special. Um, so give us a little, give us a little taste, give our listeners a little taste of of what they're in for while watching Balloon Animal. Okay, it's a coming of age drama. Um, and it's about a young woman who grows up on her family's traveling circus. Um, and then she is at a crossroads where she doesn't know if she wants to take over that family circus or if she wants to strike out on her own and figure out her life on her own terms. So it's, it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> yep, that's the gist. That's the gist. That's a little. Okay, what's the, the non-PR? What's the what? non-PR? <laughs> well, I there's mean... a girl with blue hair. There's a girl and with blue hair. Uh, she wanders around for a while. Yeah, and she gets into fights with some people. We love uh-huh. her. And then she Messy. decides that she is the most important person in her life. Hell yeah! And she chooses for herself. Hell yeah! See. I like there there's, there's some romance too. So Hell yeah. This, oh, it's yeah. The that's what we're here for. This, yeah. <laughs> and we will definitely talk about that because we talk about romance on this podcast. Do we? Wow. I don't know what's wrong what's with What's our logline, Shelby? <laughs> <laughs> we're just two pals. <laughs> um okay. I'm I'm pulling it together. Pull it together, yeah. pull it together. So I we got to watch this movie in advance. Thank you so much for letting us watch it. Um, I was thrilled. I thought it was an excellent film. It's this Aww. like kind of gentle, colorful meditation. Um, <laughs> like as you watch this young woman, you know, figure out who she is or who she could potentially be. And uh, it's just a nice movie. And it's 90 minutes. It's like, but that's what I'm telling people. Right? It's such a fulfilling story in 90 minutes. We love a 90 minute. (laughs) We've talked about that. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. We love it. And this is perfectly capsulated in that 90 (laughs) minutes. I agree. Yeah. I this is not the first time I've seen it. I want everybody to know that I am actually very special and I've seen it mm-hmm. a few times at this point. <laughs> um, I'm also in it. Shout out. Yeah. Um, if that's you right. check out around 37 minutes in, you'll see a host of this. Is podcast. it 37 minutes? Yeah, oh, she wow. it's, around, it's around there. That's it's the first there. time. I believe. Yeah, we see you not twice. The second time. Yeah. You see Wait, you're twice. in there twice. Oh, yeah. I yes. serve them. I serve them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't even Come notice that. On. 
wow that's like full frontal sam face and you just were like who is that girl um, i was abs- i wasn't watching for you, you i was should have in been the movie. always every movie you watch you should be watching for me is <laughs> our celebrity cameo yeah 100%. well i was busy experiencing the film cinema, um, experiencing cinema i also have the costume that sam wore i have that in my closet i took oh, that yeah. that was one of the things that Ooh. i wanted to keep for myself you because can smell my sweat in the arm. Yeah. That's why she kept it. She just wants to I'm smell a collector me. of sorts. It was you know? literally freezing that night, Sam. Were you sweating? No, uh, probably. I don't know. It was a lot of inside outside going it was on. Very cold that mm-hmm. night. It was cold outside, but not inside. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, okay. it's a vibe. So in the movie, the main character, Poppy, she likes to make balloon animals at the circus. I mean, she helps out with everything. Like, she's doing everything for her dad who runs the circus. Um, I, I've i been calling it the right name, right? Circus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I get yeah. circuses wait, okay. and carnivals confused. Wait, hold on. I don't know why I feel the need to say this, but I thought of this last night while I was watching the movie. And I was like, why does it feel like... When, like, everyone who doesn't work at the circus says the word circus, it feels almost like a slur. Am I the only one that got that? <laughs> in the movie? Because in the movie, yeah. Or, like, just in general, I feel like, I don't know why circus feels like a word that you're kind of, like, weirdly not allowed to say. That could just be me. It could just be, like, the way that my... So, but it feels like whenever, like, Poppy or any of the other characters say it, it's like, you know, it's just a word. Um, But anytime, like, an outside character says it, I'm almost waiting for, like... Uh, another character to like react to the word i don't know that's super weird and have it leaked out yeah almost like we're allowed to say it but you're not allowed to say it i don't know anyway that's just a random thought that i had um no but that's great i mean that's great because we do explore otherization in the film you know on a uh, very subtle level yeah on a very subtle level um, there's actually a version of this film somewhere on a Word document or whatever where it's not so subtle and it's <laughs> the main focus. Mm. Um, or one of the main focuses. One of the main yes. focuses, yeah. So if that if you were picking up on that vibe, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Again, I have seen it a few times at this right. point. So I feel that's like every true. time I watch it, I'm It's watching. your second analysis or your third <laughs> analysis. Yeah, it's, it's kind of just like, you know how sometimes you watch um, like a TV show or movie that's like your favorite movie and you watch it multiple times? And you like the first time you watch it, you notice like one character's development. And the second time you watch mm-hmm. it, you're paying attention to a completely different character. So I think that's mm-hmm. probably what happened this time through. I was like, that's Ooh. good. You know, that means the film's interesting. Yeah. You can uh, pick up on multiple things multiple times. Yeah. It's a good film with lots of context. <laughs> so if you rent it right. or buy it, watch it multiple times. Right. In 48 hours. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and tell your um, friends and family about it. <laughs> So to play a character who makes balloon animals, Catherine, did you study the art of balloon animal making? I did, but I was <laughs> not very. That but you know, but I was not very good at it. Mm-hmm. It was actually so we had so much sort of time to kind of work on this movie because it got delayed twice because of COVID. So there was very much this like real goal that I had to sort of like be good at balloon animals, like very much one of those things like, how hard can it be, you know? <laughs> um, and I got a little kit off of Amazon and I started practicing and it it is actually, it is an art form. It is mm-hmm. a true art form. Yeah. It is a talent. It is a skill. 
Um, and it is a talent and a skill that I do not have, or I at least did not have enough time to develop. Also, like I completely didn't consider the idea of the balloons popping constantly yep. and mm. freaking out my dogs. So oh, like no. I could only practice for so long. So we had to get a stunt double. I have a stunt double in the movie who actually makes <laughs> No balloons. way. I didn't know yes. An yes, animal so double. An animal double, yeah. So when you see Poppy like twisting and making you know, the balloons, that is actually Teresa from Madcap Balloons. Let's who, go. Yeah. Who I is love an expert. It. Yeah. You guys should put a warning at the beginning of the movie that's like, no balloon, balloon animal animals were harmed. Were harmed. In the making. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. No balloons were harmed in the making of this <laughs> they film. They are, though. I used to balloon animal, and I tried to get back into it and quickly realized that it's too loud a hobby for me because not <laughs> only will the balloons pop, but like when you're twisting them together, it's this like screechy, squeaky yeah. noise. Wait, um, when were you into balloon animals? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Tell us Sometimes. your life story, Shelby. I are love you, that. Please. I love that both of you are like, when did you do this? And at this point in my friendship with Shelby, anytime she mentions something that I've never heard of before, I'm just like, yeah, you would do that. Of course you would. This, yeah, this is so crazy. Like how? Like how good were you? Like. <laughs> This is so give us skinny. She's blushing. When I was she's blushing. 13 or 14, I got like a little book and kit or something. Wow. And I started learning. I learned how to do everything in the book. And I would take the kit out. I'd go to like local concerts, like local shows. And I would make balloon animals for people just like. As it struck my fancy. I love As this. a preteen, like, yeah. as like a weird 13-year-old yeah. girl. <laughs> this is so crazy. Um, oh. And then I got back into it in, like, 2012 or something. I think I was living in Tampa, and I made th- some balloon animals for my roommates. Uh, and they really enjoyed it. Um, I have pictures. It- it's cute. Um, but then I got to a, like a knot that I couldn't figure out in the book um, that mm. I had. It was some kind of skirt. I just couldn't figure out how to do it. So it fell off uh, and I tried to get back into it. She like failed once and then she was like, that's it. Going in the to, towel. Yeah. <laughs> My days of going to local concerts and giving out free balloon no, animals is past me now. It'll never return. The Do you realize days. how much of a core memory you probably are to random ass people yeah. in Florida? Like, there is someone, I guarantee there is someone out in the U.S. somewhere being like, do you remember when we used to go to concerts and there was that child <laughs> who would give us balloon animals? That was yeah. wild. Yeah, you're a well, core memory. I hope so. I mean, balloon animals are representative in the movie of this, like, you know, childhood and also your kind of core, like, identity. Um, because for Poppy, the main character, this was something her mom taught her and her mom left. And this is all stuff in the yeah. beginning of the movie. I don't think yeah, it's right. right. Um, I also want to comment on how good that segue was. I just want to give you. <laughs> yeah, props. that was good. That was a good Thank pivot. I, I have to call it out. I'm always on. I'm always <laughs> I know. on. I know you are. I know. Um, So I, I wonder this theme of like 
actually, there's something really specific I want to talk about because <gasps> in the beginning of the movie, the, the circus is getting cleaned up. You can see Poppy's doing all of this other stuff. I mean, she's got like 18 jobs at the circus, probably more than that. Um, and someone's walking around. I don't remember the what the context was, but in kind of like the background, someone says, did any of you see where Poppy's missing parts went? And I was just wondering if that was in there on purpose because like it kind of like there's from there on in the movie, you know, the whole idea is that Poppy's like missing parts of herself because she's not really exploring that because she's so busy. Damn, you're like hitting on some shit. Listen, here. I have what a literature degree. <laughs> this is oh crazy. That's crazy. I that never thing. noticed that. So <laughs> I've seen it. Like he does say times. that. The but it's like it's like guy. off screen Sam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. It's during the magic show. Here's the problem. I need subtitles and I have yet to watch this movie with subtitles. We have subtitles on Amazon movie? Prime. Well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you're a subtitles girl, they'll, they'll be there. Of course. Of course. But I'll comment on this, Shelby. Mm -hmm. The magic trick itself, I don't know if it, it was a weird shot. We didn't get a lot of shots of it. We didn't get like up close shots of it, but she steps into that thing and her torso disappears right so it's like the optical illusion and i i guess we were we, what we were trying to do is figure out a phrase he could say that is isn't something weird like <laughs> has anyone seen where poppy's stomach is has anyone yeah. seen where poppy's yeah. belly is like these are all weird phrases so i mm -hmm. we had to like shift it to something else and missing parts was <laughs> the best that we could yeah. come up with and but that's interesting that you bring that up it's cool well it's like the description of the trick right because the trick is also you know the fact that she has her torso missing anyway i could talk about stuff like this for <laughs> hours but that's probably a different podcast and also <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but um i wanted to ask about the whole father-daughter dynamic so in the movie the um, there's a you know main relationship between Poppy and her dad is this like important part of the movie um, and the dad uh, the actor is incredible he was so good mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just like it was fantastic but did you when you were writing this M did you think about like how important that father daughter dynamic would be for the actors um, because the way that Catherine and the actor uh, who played Ilya. Poppy's father, yes, yeah. um, their dynamic really like set the tone for, for those scenes and mm. it was good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, while writing it, I had a specific image in mind of who I wanted this father figure to be. I didn't want him to be black and white. Um, and I think that he gives off a really stern um strict type of presence like almost ominous especially in the beginning when you're seeing him in this like silhouetted style um it's it's quite ominous and and mysterious on like who is this figure that we're looking at um but he has like like really really strong insecurities and vulnerabilities and flaws that Poppy's the only one that like he's she's the only one that can bring those out of him and so it was really important when casting and finding Elia who is amazing 
um, someone who had a stern look, but could also play vulnerable. And it was Mm -hmm. really hard during the casting process because a lot of people came at it as just a stern, as just like a strong father who doesn't take any shit. You know what I mean? Um, Or they would be overly emotional and they wouldn't be able to balance that really well. He came in this so subtly emotional, mm-hmm. but also still holding his strengths in that. Where almost in certain moments you could be feel sorry for him, which is what I wanted because I was like, yeah. he's technically the antagonist. He's not mm-hmm. the good guy in this. But at the end and in certain other moments, I'm like, why do I feel sorry for you? Yeah. Like, I want you to find happiness. So that was kind of what I was looking for. And he really nailed it on the head mm. at least for me yeah he's Dude, not the bad guy but he's him, not so. the good yeah. guy either yeah. you know mm-hmm. it's that gray area that life actually exists in because there are no like clear-cut you know bad well, and good. I, there's always like a little yeah. bit of something in there well whenever I'm like writing characters I always try and think about it in that way where I'm like there's never an inherently good person ever mm-hmm. no one is inherently good there's flaws with everybody and also everybody is the main character of their own story so if you put it in that perspective where if their point of view is that I'm doing things the way that I see is right it could come off as wrong but it's right for them so you have to like Mm -hmm. balance it in a like good way um so that's kind of what I try to go for with like all of my characters they'll be unlikable sometimes but not everyone is likable all the time it's just if you can really like connect with them and root for them or even want to root for them or change your mind in the middle like things like that is what I'm looking for (laughs) yeah likability is just kind of another tool to for a character to like to figure out what you want your audience to feel about Mm -hmm. them right like yeah as you're telling this story um so I I'm nerding out about writer stuff, but <laughs> Sam, we gotta talk about this romance. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> there, guys, there is a romance. <laughs> That's not the focus of the story, so we're going a little off. off no, our genre don't here, even. We don't but... even need to qualify it. No. <laughs> well, no, I think it is important that this story is not a romance. I don't mm-hmm. think this story, mm-hmm. um, I think it could be read that way simply because, you know, uh, Poppy is able to find her her voice or her decision or her choice to, you know, kind of leave this life through meeting someone in a romantic situation. But it is not, in fact, a romantic story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... You've got Poppy, mm-hmm. uh, peddling to the gas station with, yeah. a little, with, a little wa- with a wagon, red wagon, um, and she meets a mysterious townie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a mysterious townie yes. who is uh, a little bumbling, fumbling boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they kind of strike up a, a romance. So, I mean, I guess... My question is, how how important, one, was it to get the casting of the character Drew right? And then secondly, like, 
in those kind of early conversations about, again, this is not a romantic story, but the like romance does play a, a big part in her journey. Like how, like how did those conversations go with how you wanted to focus um, kind of the plot for the movie? Well, yeah, you, either girl. of you, either <laughs> yeah. of you. Well, I, I mean, we've said this in many interviews where Balloon Animal went through a pretty long drafting phase. So there are there are many versions of this movie. And one of the things that we kept going back to over and over and over again was making sure it was not a romance, mm-hmm. that there was romance, that there was love, attraction, sexuality, all of that stuff. But it is not the reason for any decision making. And that can be really nuanced. And I think it's even nuanced in the film. You know, we have met people who think they end up together and we have other people who realize, who think they're not going to be together. And it's really sort of open-ended. I don't think that's a spoiler, but. uh, (laughs) No, you're fine. (laughs) But. What do you think? Wait, hold on. What do you think? Do you think Poppy and Drew end up together? Yeah. What do you think? What's your opinion? Okay, with well, so you know how how she ends up? Yes. At the end of the movie? Yes. I think she takes her time mm-hmm. and and lives her life. Mhm. And I think they run into each other. And okay. they kind of like, you know, see see where it goes from there. Mm. Something I really liked about um the kind of building this relationship between Poppy and Drew, this kind of manic pixie dream boy at the gas station. First of um, all, I told you that. <laughs> that was actually, my... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I texted that to you. Um, but And I don't even agree with it. I agree. Honestly. I think he's a manic pixie dream boy. He's all over so. the place, and he's like the catalyst for her self-discovery. It's the same thing, but uh, But she's mm. the one with blue hair, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know... We're, we're reinventing the genre, guys. <laughs> we're changing I, the tropes. So they run into each other, and he has to talk to her for a bit the whole time knowing it's crazy that he's going on like this talking (laughs) to her like and she's not answering um and like like you said poppy poppy is a character who takes her time um and something that i notice is that she didn't even like smile at him at drew until (laughs) like she gets his number like then finally you know she gets a smile like and it's not like obvious at all it's just a quick smile because like poppy takes time to warm up to things um Mm -hmm. and i thought that was really sweet and also realistic you know some people some people will like someone right away and other Mm -hmm. people will do anything to not show that until they feel safe yeah I thought we had to also like exploit the craziness of the situation. Like if you were a woman alone with no car getting gas in the middle of the night and some crazy (laughs) guy starts yapping at you. Yeah. um, Nonstop. You're not going to talk. And she did try, you know, to go on her own way. Um, And then he, you know, obviously offers something she can't refuse at this moment. Um, So like, yeah, that wagon's heavy. That yeah, wagon she's, was she's heavy. A, she's practical as well, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like Poppy knows that he's eventually harmless, right? Like, he's just a dork. Yeah. And when he offers a ride, it's just like, 
I, I can stand this dude for another five minutes while he drives me back to the circus. Right. You know? Well, um, we also like added something that I, I mean, like this is obviously me just thinking too far into things when I'm shooting it, but we have like a little insert of her holding her phone in her hand because in my mind, I was like, if he does anything creepy, she's just going to whip out the phone 911 it, you yeah. know, like she's like, I'm getting, I got them on speed dial. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like something where it's like she is on edge and she's always turned towards him she's never like looking away out the window like what's he doing behind my back right she's always like angled and so it's like we're trying to still give their give the realism that she's a woman doesn't know this guy they might yeah. be the same age but it's still weird a little yeah. bit um but it's still cute i don't know you know <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's cautiously <laughs> well you said earlier that you think you don't think people are inherently good, so I definitely understand why <laughs> you would have it that yes. way. Yeah. Um, so one of the questions we like to ask our guests, and Emma, you've answered this before. Do I remember what you said? Absolutely not. Is don't do you believe in love at first sight? <laughs> or is it more like, you know, you see a blue haired girl at the gas station and you're like, I don't know what this is, but I got to talk to her. <laughs> uh, no. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> point blank. I think there you can have lust at first sight. Mm -hmm. You can be like, I am sexually into this person and I want to explore that right now. Um, and you can realize that it's great and you're like, I want more of that. And then over time, it's like, blah, 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 you fall in love, blah, blah, blah. But, um, <laughs> blah, I think blue. immediately. A true romantic. <laughs> I don't think it even has to be lust sometimes because, you know, the gas station environment is not necessarily a lustful true. environment. Mm -hmm. But I'm jumping a few steps. <laughs> right, right. But I know what you're saying. But Poppy is mysterious to Drew. Mm -hmm. And that is. A form of a. I was watching Catfish the other day, and Neve <laughs> Shulman says that mystery is the greatest aphrodisiac. So mm. it's like, do I think you can love someone immediately? Absolutely not. You don't know a thing about that person. Right. Well, that's why I fall in love with celebrities like that. That's right. where my first love comes when I can look mm -hmm. at a celebrity and then you're like delusional and you're like, this is what they would be like if they were with me. You yeah. know, that's exactly yeah. the life that I would have. Yeah. Um, you project onto them. And, exactly. And, because there's yeah. a mysteriousness about them because you don't actually know. So right. it's really up to your brain and your imagination to be like, this is the life we would live. Mm -hmm. yeah i did uh crush on my boyfriend before i ever saw him what he looked like so. yeah she had no idea what he even looked like and yeah really? in love yeah no. <laughs> shelby were you on love is blind no <laughs> it's an internet relationship right like yeah. i i, we met I used online. to play yeah i used to play world of warcraft growing up and i had so many little online boyfriends because there you, you go. Know, to know their personality all the time exactly before anything and that's what catfish is too yeah, yeah i true. love that show that's a good one. That's Do you good. guys believe in love at first sight? Uh, no, no. I don't even. I mean, I don't I believe would, in love. No. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Well, my my ideas of love have changed. Mm, and yes. thank you for interviewing me, the host of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I love when people ask us questions <laughs> because I used to, I used to very much be like, "There's you know, true love is out there. I believe in soulmates and blah, blah. And now it's not that I don't believe in true love and soulmates. I just don't think that 
they that you have only one soulmate that Mm. you need to find I think that you know I could potentially be happy with a number of different people I think that love the kind of heart racy obsessive kind that is not love like that is infatuation and I thought I knew that but no it's even like the first couple years you're with someone you know like after that that's when that that love the deeper love builds yeah. um, and you can't get there if you're relying on love alone to get you there like yeah, relationships I, take a lot of work yeah I don't think love is enough to make a relationship exactly. work or last I think if love was enough the divorce rate would be way better but I just think that there has to be choice intention all that kind of all that kind of good stuff yeah <laughs> No, I agree, but I'm also like my toxic trait is that I'm like, no, but <laughs> it's still gonna happen. <laughs> no, but gonna... someone should Me. fall in love with you at yes. first sight. Yes. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I well, need to be true. wary. I need to be wary of my soulmate. <laughs> I need to be like, um, this seems fake and right. but they're obsessed with me and they want to hang out with me all the time and mm-hmm. fall in love with me. And I'm just like, uh, maybe I'll think about it. And then we've like then I'm like oh, okay you're not that bad he's relentless he yes. keeps coming after you yeah <laughs> yes you that's know he's awesome. dedicated and loyal by that uh, we that's love something it. another thing I kind of liked about this Poppy and Drew dynamic is that he was obviously like very interested in this mysterious Poppy girl but <laughs> to hint to her he was mysterious right like he yeah. has this stable small town life that she you know she in this town that she could possibly stay in like Mm -hmm. that's like something new for her I also think it's interesting because she does not call him Mm -hmm. or text him Mm -hmm. which I think is also reflective of her as a person and her situation I can totally see her being like well that was fun it was fun (laughs) Mm -hmm. trying to get some attention no, 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 no. But they don't, they only reconnect because they run into each other randomly. Yeah. Um, and it does spark her thoughts, though, which yeah. is great. It's a good catalyst, you know, yeah. when you're given a taste of something and then you're like, oh, I wonder what else there is. It's it like, feels like nice, kismet or something, right? It feels like, yeah. oh, this was meant to have, like, I was meant to interact with you. That's when you get right. kind of like the serendipity of it all. Yeah. Um, because then I feel like after that point, after um, they run into each other at the diner and then Drew drives the girls back to the circus, um, that's when I feel like Poppy's intention shifts and mm-hmm. she's the one who is initiating contact. She's yeah. the one going to mm-hmm. his party. She's the one being like, yeah, give me a tour. Um, yeah. Well, she yeah. has that big, big old smile on her face when she sees him in the diner. So it's mm-hmm. like almost like giving herself permission to be yeah. like, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> he well. likes me. <laughs> I guess he's kind of cute, you know. Have you guys uh, ever had a kind of surreal movie-like moment like that in your lives? It doesn't have to be romance related, just... What about when you and me saw each other again, Catherine, in the audition room in Columbia? That was our, we were on another podcast earlier today and Mm -hmm. told this story. And I was like, that's actually kind of like a meet cute. Well, like (laughs) she said a re-meet cute because we had already known each other. Yeah. There's actually, wait, there's something I never told you, Emma. Or maybe I have (gasps) told you, but you didn't know this. 
Okay. So first of all, this is, this is the meet cute. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Em and I, Em and I went to college together. We were in the same theater department. Sam also went to that college. Uh, um, but we did not run in the same social circle circles for no reason other than that. We just didn't run in the same social circles. Um, but obviously knew of each other because our theater department was small. Um, and so I knew obviously through like Facebook life updates that M had gone to get her MFA at Columbia college in Chicago. And at the time I was living in Indiana and I used to commute into Chicago to do acting work. And I got the sides because I, I can't remember where I applied. It might've been backstage. I got the sides and I didn't film the audition. <laughs> I let it pass wow. because who knows why? Wow. Lazy or whatever. Cause she hates you. Um, and I really think that's the truth. And the producer of the short reached out to me and was like, you know, the director really wants to see your audition. Do you plan on sending it in? And I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it. I literally shot it in my bathroom. Yeah. Like, like just on me in my bathroom, like yeah. on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent it in and then I got a call back. But of course, at this moment, I have not like talked to M at all. This is all through the producer. Mm -hmm. I only saw M's name on the sides, but I was like, what are the chances, right? Yeah. Like, it's could probably not the same person. It could be anyone. Emma yeah. Johnson, the very American name, right? America, right here. Yeah. Um, and then I drove into Chicago and walked into the audition room, and there she was. And it was like, oh my God. Time stood now, still. I know. Time stood still. <laughs> it was. That. You gazed into each other's eyes. Well, I yeah. do believe in like, like soulmates, like non romantic soulmates, right? For and sure. I do believe yeah. that, like, you know, the people that you have like the people that you choose to surround yourself with are there for a reason and like I do think that you guys meeting each other again in mm -hmm. that audition room was like oh hey it's super cool some shit's yeah. about to go down for you guys you guys are gonna but form a company you guys are gonna make a movie that movie's gonna be well, on streaming on april 7th <laughs> um, listen i'm all about the promo. plug it plug it the promo. <laughs> um but yeah that's so that's so cute Right. And if that producer hadn't been like, where yeah. is your audition? Yeah. I might not have ever done it. Well, you know what uh, pisses me off is that uh, <laughs> let me just, uh, I was did it not say on the interview? Oh, sorry. The audition page that uh, it was paid. No, I'm sure it did say it was paid. So why would you skip that? I'm giving you money. Um, I don't know. Maybe it didn't say it was paid. Oh, I was about to say, I was like, if it didn't, because it, that's this, weird. this was the time where I could only get student films, right? Mm. So this was her thesis. So it was a student film. And usually it was copy credit and meal. Right. And if this was on backstage, it might not have said payment on like actors access where it says, you know, rate of pay. Mm. Um, Ooh, I'm a good real person. Deep in the... I pay. <laughs> We in the actors. logistics yeah. i got paid I, this is also what i talked about in the podcast earlier i, I got paid a hundred dollars a day and that was my first real like acting paycheck and it was like crazy to me that i could make a hundred dollars a day wow I'm okay we gotta we gotta rust rush and get this episode out before the podcast you did earlier let's hack into their main frame shelby and just corrupt the file yes. so it doesn't publish till after <laughs> so what made you decide to focus a movie around the circus 
Well, it's different. It's new. And this is a different look um, on the circus, which I think is yeah. interesting. Because normally you think circus, you think the fantasy, the magic, the whimsy, like it's lively. It's the place that you run away to, you know, um, not a run away from. So <laughs> unless it's, you know, American Horror Story freak show. Yeah. But like other than <laughs> classic, that, like, classic circus, <laughs> classic circus, uh, scary vibes. Yeah. Um, we wanted to, you know, me and Catherine were approaching this with what we wanted to do for ourselves selfishly, but also um, what we think would be interesting to an audience and what could potentially sell. And the visuals of a circus are just unmatched. You know, you get like, absolutely, really, it, lo- it adds so much production value when you have, I don't know, all these tents, the lights, the everything just you know, comes together and you're just like, wow, like this is grand. Um, even if it was lackluster in its entirety, um, which it's supposed to be. Wait, but I will say though, it's supposed to be lackluster, which you're right. But the, the film is so beautifully shot that Mm -hmm. like you can find the beauty in the decay, right? Mm -hmm. Because that is the life that she has been living and it is run down, but it is still beautiful. And I think Poppy herself can also recognize the beauty in this life that she no longer one. So I think that's really, I, I love watching this movie simply just to look at it. Like you could just play it for me with no sound. I don't really care. <laughs> like, I'm just like, it's so gorgeous. See how pretty it is. You have all these, the shots of Catherine when the, the uh, like tents are coming down and like all this stuff. Oh, I'm that's like, this the, is my stunning. Favorite. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Shout out to our DP, Megan Stacy, who is just insane. Shout out Megan Stacy. Come on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I loved the hair and makeup and costuming in this movie. I thought that was part of what looked so good. And I know, Sam, you were saying you could watch it without sound, but I thought the sound was really good in this movie as well. Wow, really? You know, that's, that's amazing. So nice. Yeah, that's just like our like one this, insecurity. The scoring mm. and the music, I thought it brought everything together really well and helped set that kind of contemplative tone. Well, our composers are amazing. Uh, they're a duo, Alexa Borden and Connor Cook. And they I've worked with them before on another feature that I did. And they're just amazing individuals, but mm-hmm. also just talented and and collaborative and creative and working with them was such a joy every time we got a piece of music I was like elated it was just phenomenal even if I changed a little few things but it was just like every piece was a masterpiece Mm -hmm. and I I want to work with them on like (laughs) yeah they're also just like our friends now yeah, like we consider are. them friends. They're our age. They're just like really awesome women, and like it's a dream come true to work with people and really connect with them and keep that relationship going. Because like M said, it's like they're always going to be our first pick if they can if they can fit us in, you know, because they yeah. actually work a lot. They're really talented. I well, just yes, it is so nice to work yeah. with them. Um, <laughs> you know, talented <laughs> friends. <laughs> 
exactly. yourself, Shelby. <laughs> I was just going to say, Shelby, that um, Alexa, or I'm sorry, Connor dressed as Gollum at Catherine's birthday party. She was Oh, the my gosh. She was amazing. So funny. Her abs were insane. <laughs> she just has the body for it. She's also a triplet. Be Gollum. Wow. Oh, that's wild. She's a triplet. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Tell her to come on the pod. Hell um, yeah. Hell yeah. If you guys ever do like a, a, an episode about music. I will tell them because music's important in rom coms as well. Hell yeah. It, it they're the soundtrack the to emotional, our lives. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The emotional drive. They, it can they take are. something from good cheesy to <laughs> melodramatic real mm. quick. Um we were speaking about I was gonna segue into something and then <laughs> it, it got taken away from me because uh not taken away, but the conversation moved forward. I'm really slow on the segue. It got like, ripped wanna, from your hand. I always want to <laughs> tap in and then I'm like, oh, too late. Um because Catherine mentioned that Connor uh, is a triplet, and I was like, well, there's some triplets in these this movie. It's not true, there's not triplets, but you do have two friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you do have two friends in the in the film. Mm-hmm. Um who I think you know, upon watching it again, like, you know, again, I think um, that emotional connection in like, obviously you have the relationship with Dark, but I wasn't paying attention to that this time. I was focusing on your relationship with Sadie and Lala um, because it's almost more heartbreaking to me that you left them um, mm-hmm. that because you guys established such a great relationship, you know, early on in the film that these are these are Poppy's people, right? These are the people that know not only the life that she comes from, but they know her and they know how she functions in this kind of like community that they all live in. Um, so I, I just want to talk about the the two actors that you guys got to play the friends and how was that kind of creating? Because I think the camaraderie is very obvious um, mm-hmm. very early on in the movie. So like, how did you guys build that up and make it seem like, yeah, we're real friends. We're friends in real life, guys. Well, they're both we are. really cool people. <laughs> yeah, are, now we are we friends. Are friends. <laughs> it's Danny and it's Aaron, and they are just amazing. And, you know, it actually took us a while to find them. I don't think they were a part of our first batch of, like, like auditions. You I know? don't think either of them had done a feature film before. I don't right. even think Aaron had done anything besides a short. Yeah. So... Because I think Aaron's more theater yeah. anyway. But yeah, we didn't get them for a while. We were searching for yeah. a while. Yeah. But it was also one of those things that as when, once we saw their stuff, we were like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Easy. <laughs> done. Yeah. yeah, done. And um, I don't know, like Aaron, for example, is just such a happy person. So mm-hmm. it's like easy to get along with her. Like she's full of joy. She's also she's younger. A Leo, you know. She's a Leo. I think she was <laughs> 23 when we shot this and everyone else was like 28, 27, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she just was like sort of like a breath of fresh air. She was always down to have a good time. Um, Danny is a fellow Capricorn. So <laughs> we were just like very much vibing together, very much uh, same sort of energy. And mm-hmm. um I think they were just also excited to be there when you're excited to be there and you're excited to be doing something you love. It's really easy to connect to someone because you're sharing in their joy. The connection definitely showed. And I think that the movie, you know, 
touches on something that I think a lot about is when you're leaving a situation. I know for me, it's been like when I was leaving past relationships and with Poppy, it's this idea of like, is she going to stay with the circus or, or not? You're not just leaving one thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because she would, if she leaves the circus, she's also leaving her friends and family, people she's grown up with. Mm -hmm. And I know like for me, I've broken up with people and then realized, oh my gosh, (laughs) <laughs> I also broke up with a few friends, you right. know, because yeah. of that. Or like their family, if you right. really like their family. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's also like, I don't know if she's realizing it. Like when she does that thing at the party and they go outside and they have that fight, she yeah. says, I'm not leaving you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the reality of the situation is with how their lives are set up with what a traveling circus is. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Is it, is it, can, can it actually stay the same? Intention, even if your intention yeah. Yeah. is not something, sometimes the outcome still includes that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. if it didn't happen in this blow up, then, you know, if they all agreed to stay friends, it would eventually start to phase out just because of the nature of, like you said, their life. Um, right. And then whatever Poppy's life would be now too, right? Because your priorities shift. Um, What I think is so interesting, too, about all of these characters is I could see, like, obviously, Balloon Animal is about Poppy, but I could almost see, like, a spinoff with each of, like, the friends, too, because I was, I was, like, thinking about it. I was, like, you know, Lala is a trapeze artist, right? She seems to be the more, like, cool girl, like, I don't give a fuck kind of vibe. Um and she kind of seems done with the bullshit, too. So it's like, I almost wonder, did she leave eventually? Mm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Sadie seems like someone who is really drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, she really wants to stay there. But what does her life look like if both of her best friends have left? Like, you know, because these are very, like, rich characters so mm-hmm. much so that i could see additional movies coming out just about you kind of bring life. us the balloon animal cinematic <laughs> universe hell yeah dude it's so crazy because em and i have been hearing that from people yeah. there was someone we did an interview i think it was yesterday and the guy was um he told i he interviewed emma first and then he talked to me after and he was like oh yeah i was trying to convince emma to do a sequel <laughs> And we have also heard a few people be like, I can see this being a TV show because even if it's a limited series or whatever, it's just the environment is so rich. The characters are so rich. Mm -hmm. There's so much potential to tell so many more stories. Dude, like what happens to Dark after this, right? Like what what happens when, you know, he's dealing. (laughs) Well, or is that yeah. No, I didn't hear anything. No, you guys can't hear it. Okay, it might still be on my audio. Um, you know. What happens when Dark obviously has this like abandonment wound, right? From his mm-hmm. wife leaving. Um, and now his daughter is also leaving. So like what does the circus even look like after Poppy leaves for Dark, for her friends? You know, it's so interesting. It's like one of those things that I almost wish like I kind of want Emma, I want you to like write uh just like a Fan where fiction. Are they now. <laughs> Uh, an epilogue. Yeah, just give uh, us an epilogue. <laughs> I can write well, fan fiction. Yeah. She can. Uh, she can also explore like, like what, when, where, how does that post credit scene take place? Right. Yeah, true. there is a post credit scene. There is. A I had to tell emphasize. Shelby. I told Shelby this. I had to send it to her because mm-hmm. she had already watched the film and didn't know because I forgot to mention it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the post credit scene. 
is very interesting to me because I feel like everybody's interpretation of it is is very different and very mm-hmm. fun and I love and that. that's I mean that's another great thing about the movie is as much of as we've said about it we wouldn't really spoil anything it's not going to ruin your enjoyment of the film because it's mm-hmm. like something it's an experience you know mm-hmm. yeah and um there of course there are all these different perspectives and ideas that we can pull from it but i think it's also just good the way it is you know like it doesn't really i think the mark of something good a good story is that it inspires people to think about these questions um and sometimes it's better to just think about those questions than to like yeah. force the creator to make. Sequels. Listen, this isn't like a machine, right? <laughs> like this is an indie movie that's well written, so much so that we could see potential for more, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? We're not Disney. Yeah. We don't have to churn yeah. stuff out. We don't have to milk it like that. I'm excited <laughs> to see you know future first bloom films. Uh, I really enjoyed this and and can't wait to see more stuff. Is there anything else you'd like to say about your movie? Um, no, but I do want to (laughs) say to buy it, (laughs) rent it, watch it, Amazon Prime, April 7th. Tomorrow. Catherine's amazing in it. Yeah, it's tomorrow. I Um, will also say that tomorrow, if you are in L.A., you should come to Little Tokyo. Um, we are having a pop-up booth that is celebrating the release of the film. We will be giving out free balloon animals, free balloon animal toys. You can come and meet us. You can come and talk to us. Um, if you also follow our Instagram, which is at Balloon Animal Film, we are doing some art giveaways as well um, in celebration. So it's a chance to win some really, really cool free art. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So we we hope you watch it. We hope you love it and uh, rate it five stars. Please, <laughs> rate please five rate, stars. It five stars. rate it five stars. Five stars. <laughs> do you? Before we close out, do you? you uh, for we'll start. Both of you. You can't. Neither of you can get out of this question. Do you have any <sighs> relationship advice for our listeners? Well, well, Catherine's the one in a relationship, so yes. I'm going to pass that off to her first. Um, it could be life advice, too. I mean, this is like a coming of age film. So if it's a relationship thing or if it's like a finding yourself piece of advice, something like that. Well, I'll say this because I'm really good at it and I think it's important. And I think it's that you should always keep dating. So I've been with my boyfriend for two years. It's our anniversary on Friday. Um, or sorry, it's on our anniversary was March 31st. (laughs) (laughs) And I think something that's really great that we, that we do is that we still date, we still flirt. We still try to go out and do romantic things. Um, we still try to surprise each other. Um, maybe take a trip here and there, you know, uh, just, just, keep the spark alive and 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 like we kind of talked about earlier with soulmates there has to be intention and choice with that because it's really easy like once you find like a really amazing person it's really easy to get comfortable and just be like well this is it like yeah he's he's gonna love me forever but it's (laughs) like let's just keep that love alive by still being you know boyfriend and girlfriend i legitimately thought you were gonna say we've been dating for two years and we still date other people. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why I was thinking that too. I was like, keep dating. Like, yeah. What? You're like, keep dating. I was like, 
when have you gone out on a date with someone who was not your boyfriend? Right. <laughs> She's right. dating us right dropping, now. Dropping that bomb on my dropping friends bombs. right now. <laughs> Live on air. <laughs> Emma? Um, okay, I will say, and I'm going to piggyback off of something that I think Shelby said earlier, which is sometimes a person's good for now, but they're not good for always. Um, and I only am saying that because again, I have been in relationships that were really great for me at that moment. And then after a certain amount of time, it wasn't serving me anymore, or it wasn't serving us anymore. Um, and we ended it. And so similar to how this film is a chapter in Poppy's life, you know, a relationship is a chapter in yours. So it doesn't have to be something where it's like, that's it like settled yeah. you know where it's like oh I found you you're great that's it forever because yeah. <laughs> it might not be that way and that's not the end of the world yeah if it isn't you you're know? not locked in you can yeah. <laughs> you're allowed yeah. to make choices and yes decisions and have conversations and change your and mind change your mind or realize maybe I want to take a break or want to be alone for a little bit like I'm a fan of having separate bedrooms, of having separate apartments even, (laughs) because sometimes it's necessary. Um, You can want to be with somebody, but also need some space sometimes. That's fine. But that's my advice. Absolutely. Is that advice? It is. Yeah. It's about boundaries. It's good. I also think (laughs) it's validating. You're validating people's feelings. You're saying, hey, man, you don't have to stick it out. Like, you do you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In the healthiest way possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I All just right. imagine someone running around being like, actually, no, I'm just going to stop dating everybody right now. <laughs> I'm chaotic. I love it. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you guys so yeah. much for coming and talking to us about Balloon Animal. I am so excited for other people to watch it. I definitely recommend and like I said, I look forward to watching your future work as well. <laughs> to nerding thank out you. about your future work Aww. as well. <laughs> Yay. Well, thank you so much. It was so nice to be here and talk to you guys. Yes, this thank you. This podcast is awesome. Thank you. Aww, thank you so much. We did not pay yeah. them to say that. Um, <laughs> that yes, was they did. from the heart. <laughs> well, if listeners, if you think we're awesome and you aren't already doing so, find us on social media. Join <laughs> their Patreon. Yes. We'll get there. Sorry, we'll get, we're getting, getting there too. Uh, I'm a member. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, you're I'm, I'm jumping the gun here. <laughs> um, the Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, you got TikTok. This. Instagram. Got it. The Rom Complex. Yes. Make sure, guys, if you don't know how to find Balloon Animal, you want some, you want a link, email us, theromcomplex at gmail.com. We will send you that link for you to rent or buy Balloon Animal on April 7th on Amazon, Vudu. Wait, what were the other ones? And cable. And cable. Well, in the USA and UK. Yes. US, <laughs> UK. We're only in the U places. Um, <laughs> If you've enjoyed what you've heard today (laughs) and you'd like to support us, please go ahead and do so at patreon.com slash the rom complex. Yes, we've got so much great stuff for you guys. We have some reaction videos coming. Shelby and I sat down and watched some thirst traps and you get to see live reactions. Uh, It's going to be very fun. So make sure you go over there. Patreon.com slash 
the rom complex. And a, if you're a ten dollar patron, we'll say your name on the episode. Hmm, it seems that we've said this name many times in this episode already. It's Catherine W. Woo! Oh, oh, Catherine God. W. So cute. But guys, support your friends' endeavors. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And most of all, remember to keep falling in love with yourself. Bye. Bye.